Hello and welcome back to the Shadow Work Library. I'm Jessica DePotsy, and for the next at least 45 shows, I'm going to take you through this series that covers the spectrum of negative patterns in the human experience. So I've got a really neat shadow for you all today. This is the second shadow in the Ring of Humanity. So if you didn't catch the first one that starts off this mythic experience of what it means to be human, you might want to listen to that show before this called Constriction to Acceptance. Now today we're going to explore the shadow of struggle and the gift of perseverance. So let's intentionally hop onto the struggle bus here and see where we go. The first stop is going to be to visit the Hulk and Bruce Banner. Hulk and Bruce Banner are from the Marvel Comics multiverse uh, because I think that this character combination really speaks to the shadow. Disclaimer, I'm not a huge fan of Marvel because I'm not really one for action movies. I tend to get a little glazed over during these epic fight scenes, but I do think that Stan Lee is a genius. There's no doubt in my mind about that. And one thing about genius is that it taps into truths. We can sense the accuracy and the meaning behind what people with true genius put out into the world. They have this high frequency that we just get, even if it's all this complicated Einstein math and stuff, because it taps into this highest form of love, which interestingly, we often look past and just focus on the more tangible manifestations of their genius, like black holes or whatnot. My friend LZ Montgomery actually said this to me earlier this week, and that really hit home. So thanks, LZ. And I think that, yeah, Stanley really fits into this category. As I was researching this show, I had one of those mind-blowing moments where the Hulk just came into my awareness. And in doing more research about what he's like or the Bruce Banner-Hulk combination is like, it's the exact representation of this reactive and repressive shadow of struggle. So if you're not familiar with it, Dr. Bruce Banner is this soft-spoken scientist who has this underlying resonance of being defeatist. He's storing this enormous amount of tension in his body. And through his restraint, he's so soft-spoken and he hides from much of life as much as he can. And when you look at him, he just looks like he's given up and he's obviously depressed about his situation. And even though he has this misery, it's very internalized. It's internalized like shame. And that's the repressive version of struggle. When you don't have the perseverance to tackle the great issues and this defeatism means that we don't even try. And while Bruce Banner doesn't have the will to fight, the Hulk, who he transforms into, can't help but fight and ends up being super destructive, destroying all the wrong things and the wrong people. It's like, all of Banner's inner rage builds and builds until he transforms and bursts out of him, projecting his destruction onto anything that's around him. And the man inside doesn't exist anymore. So the Hulk, at least early on in the story arcs, he fights with no purpose. He's just pissed off. He has very, very little perspective other than his own. And you can imagine that with that foundation, of course, his sense of self is threatened and he has no other choice than to fight to survive. This shadow is very old and very primal. We can see it in the animal kingdom when a mama bear is protecting her cubs or at my house where my Belgian Malinois is protecting his bone. You know, it's terrifying, but it's also necessary for their survival. I mean, my dog hasn't realized that he's now a modern dog and doesn't need to get all crazy over his food. 
But the general idea is that without his natural ferocity, without their natural ferocity, there would probably be no humans walking the earth today because we have that too. When we're threatened, aggression was an important answer to our survival. So it was all about survival of the fittest or survival of the most pissed off. (laughs) So like all shadows, it has a purpose. And the dilemma comes in when we don't know what we're fighting for. We really live in a complicated time in history where our threats are fuzzy and some of us have this warrior spirit and protector spirit in us more strongly than others. We all have the 64 archetypes within us, but based on your design, you'll resonate with some more than others. And if you feel for the Hulk and you resonate with this shadow, you might also resonate with that Bruce Banner thing that he said at the end of one of his movies. I think it was Captain America who I'm actually going to cover in the next submission. That should be pretty good. He said something like, now is a good time to get angry and there's this monster thing running at them. Wow, my storytelling skills are on point right now. (laughs) Anyway, Bruce Banner says before he turns into the Hulk, that's my secret. I'm always angry. So if you resonate with that, you know, that that scene is so great at showing us how the defeatist person, while internal, is still angry. It's a complicated thing to explain. How can anger be so internalized and make the person seem so fragile? Because often I think we think of rage and anger as these big energy in your face representations. But if you're hearing this, you probably know what I'm talking about. So if you get the sense that you're always angry, I'd ask that you consider if you were blessed with that consistent emotion to vector towards something bigger than yourself. Because that's really the only difference between the shadow of struggle and its gift state, what it transforms into when you're vibing higher, of perseverance. It's when you find the right fight that everything changes, and it doesn't feel like a struggle anymore because there's purpose behind it. Now, purposelessness is often something that I hear from men in particular who have a strong warrior in them, Most of the world has to struggle to survive on a physical level, but those of us who are in this minority in developing countries don't actually outwardly struggle so much, but we struggle internally through the stresses of living lives without a strong sense of purpose and life's work. Now, I know that there are a lot of people who would disagree with me on that, um, but I do think that you'd need to find your calling to be fulfilled. And like I've said before on this show, it's not that you need to become a doctor or a life coach exactly. It's not really about your profession. It's the essence of what you do that needs to have a bigger purpose to it. So if you're an Amazon driver, does your interaction with your coworkers make their world a better place? Does it do anything to rid your circle of influence of something that you find is rooted in fear rather than love. You know, so that's really what it's about. It's the essence behind what you do, not what you actually are doing. And the big contemplation here is if you don't have something to fight for, do you really feel like you're living? Some people might say yes, but if you're one of these people that does have some pent up anger, fighting the right fight might be what you're here to do. And let me just add a little bit more clarity around the nature of fighting. Struggle has you fighting with your fear, while perseverance has you fighting for love. It's an awareness around the nature of how you can use your anger for good and why you're doing it. Because when you're fighting fear, you're on the struggle bus. But when you're fighting for love, you're on this epic quest. If you have this archetype in your design and you're able to rise above the fear, you can start to see the difference between meeting obstacles and fighting against yourself or with others or with life itself for the sake of destruction because it's not vectored anywhere. Obstacles are 
a great part of life. They're what makes us stronger because without them, we're not learning. They're an important part of the human experience because it tests your skills. It tests your resolve and your acceptance and surrender and trust in yourself and the people around you. So when you've risen into perseverance, you're the kind of person who doesn't just survive obstacles, you thrive in them. They make you feel more alive because you know that through defeat, you become stronger. And the stronger you get and the more defeats you have, the more victories you will ultimately have. If you experience struggle and perseverance, you're one of our heroes, the people who fight battles to empower yourself and others. And you take stands, you absorb obstacles, you're a role model for honor and for courage for the rest of us. And inevitably, people like this leave these giant legacies of love long after they're gone. So to wrap up this short shadow, honor your anger and find a fight worth fighting for and hulk out for love. Make a t-shirt out of that. On the next Shadow Work Library submission, I'm going to cover the shadow of opinion and how it transforms into the gift of farsightedness. So if you have a tendency to be overly opinionated or self-critical, this is going to be a great show for you. And if you made it this far, you might be interested in doing some one-on-one shadow work with me. I finally got my website up so you can learn more about that and what else I do at shadowworklibrary.com. And as always, if you have any questions about what I talked about today, you can email me at jessica at thespecialforcesexperience.com, where you can also see how we facilitate the warrior experience for men in particular, or you can hit me up on Instagram at jessicadepotzi underscore, that's D-E-P-A-T-I-E. Have a great week, everybody. Stay safe, but not too safe. And we'll talk again soon.